tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everyone. Something <laughs> scary just happened. Uh, welcome to the Americans After Show, Season 3, Episode 12. I am... Abbasin Zadrin. I hope I said that right. I am uh, Abbasin Zadran. 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 Why did I put Nadrin? Zadran. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, I am Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Adrian Snow. And here's the rest of the panel. Go ahead and introduce Hi, yourself. Hi, I'm Matt Ritter. You can find me at Twitter, Matt Ritter1, uh, YouTube, Matt Ritter Comedy, and my website, Matt Ritter Comedy. Sup, guys? I'm at uh, Radio TFB on Twitter and go at joshrichman.net for other goodies and such. Uh, my name is Ben Bateman. You guys can find me at Ben Bateman Media, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. I joined Periscope this weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> because it was my sister's wedding, and I okay. wanted to live stream, but I had a good reason. Periscope's, le- like, we won't digress. I will tell you, I've legit figured out how it works. Mm-hmm. You just go live a bunch and talk to people, and they follow you. It does not matter what you talk about. It doesn't have to be interesting. In no way does it have to be related to anything you're doing. So that's- you talk about different types of farts, and people would find that interesting, like ninja fart versus yeah. sparkly fart versus... Mm, I- I've been doing a thing I mean, you can minutes. get noticed like the fart guy. I've been doing a thing for five minutes at the end of the night where I take my shirt off, and I do this. And I go, shirtless guy asked me anything for five minutes, and I'll get five well, followers. Well, that's every why time. you're getting followers. Yeah. I'm going Dad. shoulders up. I'm, t- I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally just doing this shoulders up. If I had a six pack, I'm sure I could do the same I thing. S- right? I stay Pimping shoulders up. his body to the lowest <laughs> right? thing. I'm telling you. Anyways, outside of Periscope and Ben being like kind of slutty, um, first thoughts. <laughs> first. Oh, my God. Hello, my name is Abbasin Nadrin. I th- killed okay. my father, prepared to die. I uh, I love this episode, man. Yeah. The ten- they were ret- really seriously ratcheting up the tension. You okay? Okay. I know that you're scared. I know that you're a little skeptical. I'll give you no, 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 no. tension. I won't in any way take away from the fact that they definitely were ratcheting up the tension. That's basically what this episode offered, though. It mm-hmm. didn't really feel like anything paid off. I was just I was bored by most of the turns. I definitely enjoyed the vibe, and there were moments in the episode where I was like on the edge of my seat. Mm, yeah, I like just... that feeling. I mean, I like that feeling. I like the feeling of getting to the edge of the seat. I find that yeah. almost, in some ways, more rewarding than an actual big right, action thinking, oh, scene. Oh God, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I like a bit more of a shock. You know, when um, I'm trying to think of something where I was just like, what? Okay, so like any Game of Thrones, really. There's you the know big the, ones. the big ones where you're just like kind of not. Re- I'm not going to spoil Game of Thrones, right. but um, the moments like that or um, Hannibal, like but there are ahead. moments in Hannibal that I just think, oh, they're not going to do that. Oh my god. Oh my god, they did that. And with the Americans, it is a different yeah, vibe is, and it is a different not, feel. Right. I get that, but usually. They they give me something, and holding off until the very last episode, it just kind of sets everything up for a cliffhanger, which I get. But I just wanted a little bit more from this episode. I, that's that's the show where this isn't Game of Thrones. It's like it's dynamite with a long fuse that was set no, at the beginning of the it. season. It is a totally. I'm, I'm with you, yeah. man. I like this. I like this. Just like like one I also, little. I like pop. that we don't know where the end of the fuse is. We don't know. We don't. It could have happened this episode, and it wouldn't have shocked. It us. could. It could. It could. Yeah, it could it, they could be building for like a whole other season. This whole the entire series is just this long, slow building. I like. Tension. I like it yeah. not being so obvious what's going to happen. Too, you know, right. like we're all guessing, and we've been guessing wrong sometimes. Right, you know? it's just it's not going to happen. We're like Stan kills no. Martha, and then all of a sudden Philip, you know, sleeps with Kimmy, and like it's all going to happen. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Where is Kimmy? Where is Kimmy? No, no, no. We don't need to ask that. She's gone. Okay, she's gone. <laughs> this, the, the producers were like, "Don't explain it. Just get she rid will of be she's here gone. next week." I have. And no. then Gabriel gets his hand chopped off, and like Claudia is actually a guy. It's that. It's not that kind of show. I don't, you know? No, no, no. But I'm not saying I need it to be like a shocking show. I don't need it to be even Game of Thrones shocking. I'm saying that just sometimes it's nice when something that you just don't expect to happen at all just happens. And and they can breeze over it and whatever, but just having at least, I guess, just one thing tied up, even if, like, and we'll get to this, but even if, you know, 
Elizabeth straight up just was like, you know what? I'm just going to kill Maurice and just right. did it right then. Right. It would mean n- not very much to the season finale overall, but it, w- it would be like just so like, oh, she right. did it. That's more <laughs> like nice. that's more like for the fan. You know, what I mean, that would I feel like that would just be for us and not right. for like for the being true to the story. I, mean, well, I still up- think she's going to kill him. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, think I know, she but I'm saying, like, I agree because, like, we want we're like we're like the bloodthirsty mob in Rome. Yeah, you know, we're all oh, like yeah. thumbs down. But I feel like it just it wouldn't this week nothing would have been true to the story if we had any. I mean, no. whether because because whether it's shocking or not, it's certainly not predictable. I mean, we've been no, trying no, no, to predict yeah. what happens, and we are wrong like every time. I think I've been right every time, just not at the right time. <laughs> well, we've, right. Right. we've had multiple predictions. We had predictions of Pastor Tim and Martha both getting killed, and both of them this episode and Maurice, in fact, all three right. in the last three weeks. Right, and all three at one point, and I was like, "You're gonna die. You're gonna die." Yeah, you're gonna die. I, I, I'm so many. You're episode, dead. You're you'll dead. be dead. Yeah. Skeleton I thought for sure Martha was dying this episode. I have Maurice is going to die written again. Yeah, I just well, Maurice is going to die. Like, uh, like, yeah, that's just unavoidable. Unavoidable. Uh, I don't know about the other two, but Maurice is going to die. Maybe they're setting it up where it's unavoidable. I mean, not necessarily to start there, but maybe Maurice is like smarter than he smarter than he seems. Like, it does seem like he's playing the game well. He's playing Elizabeth pretty well. He is, but he's still like (laughs) he doesn't know know the danger he's in. Yeah, he's playing it from the stance of. Oh, I got this. I can I can handle this woman. He doesn't, right. he doesn't realize she could what is going on. His no, neck in yeah. two seconds. He yeah. thinks it's just some woman who got who's got a good deal running a scam. Yeah. He doesn't realize that he's dealing with like an entire country outside of this yeah. like highly trained assassin. Yeah. Right. Um. But on that point, should we go ahead and just talk about Paige? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. I did write kill her, kill Paige now. <laughs> Um, that would be so heartbroken. Only, only with the scene where she just Yelling. burst into their room and right. it's like, "Is this even real? Is this even real?" Like, child, please. Like, <laughs> you spent all this time carefully crafting out a way to tell your parents that you know something's wrong, and then you just become like petulant and annoying. But that's the key. The key word there is child. She is a child. She's yeah. fifteen yeah. years old, and I think I know, she has a hard time dealing with those emotions. And I totally get yeah. it. But what I'm saying is that. They they did this really great thing of making Paige semi likable majority of the season by just having her handle things so well. Right. And I get yeah, it's a lot to handle your parents being Russian spies, but get your shit. To, I mean, get your stuff together. Have you ever gone? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever gone through that personally? Have you ever found out that your parents are Russian spies? Because if you had, maybe um, you could relate. The day that but I realized that my parents are human and flawed, just like me, that right. was a rough day. Your yeah. world. But you deal with it. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I tell you what I really related to? Just uh, when when Paige pulled that, you know, leaving a note and going to stay. Yeah. Like, what? How did that ever happen to you guys? Like, I had this happen to me when, when I was her age, or maybe like fourteen. I just decided to steal my parents' car because I wanted to go to the Y and play basketball with my friend, and I just took the car. Yeah. And half hour later, we were done playing basketball, or an hour, and I get downstairs, and they're both standing there like stone cold, and I was just like. Oh, you guys didn't have to pick me up. I took the car. You know, like that <laughs> yeah. was like totally like what she pulled there. Right. Totally related to that. Right, like, right. You knew that wasn't okay. <laughs> yeah, no, of yeah, course. Yeah. But you're test- that's what at that age you're testing the limits. You're seeing what you can get away with a little bit. I didn't. And I, I didn't. I, I think that. that's. Ex- I think that's exactly what she's doing from her perspective. She's like, okay, what is true and what is false in this new world I'm living in? I need to know. I need to figure yeah. this out. Do we I, think? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, we all we all had that like little grimace, Pastor Tim hug, right? Just a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think it was just because he was sort of like it was the like I'm your surrogate dad hug a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. But like I know, I know like this, it's just the stereotype. Is there any chance that that's going to be a weird pedophile no. thing? No, no they're not so. going to go no. there. I, I doubt think it. that was a you know they showed strength coming there together, so right. that was his little like you don't have her. All yeah. to yourself, yeah. Don't you know? You're not like. You oh, I don't know. sense it going there. I just sort of. It's like almost unavoidable on television that that's like what ends up happening, and it's just like there have been a couple comments throughout the season where I'm like, huh, that's really. I don't interesting. think they're going to do that. Uh, it, it's, cre- I, I, it's creepy enough that he's playing the surrogate dad. Yeah. Yeah. It's like clearly yeah. against Philip and Elizabeth's best wishes. He's creepy enough already. At first, I thought <laughs> that they might do that when he was first introduced, right? Um, but now that it's gone on for so long, I don't really have any kind of weird feelings about Pastor Tim. They might change it up and surprise me. Yeah. That would be a real shock. But um, I was just really surprised by Philip and Elizabeth not commenting on the fact that she just 
didn't ask permission. You know, I, I, that just kind of blew my mind. Well, like, they're in a tenuous situation. <laughs> no, I get that, but it's still like I would be more frustrated with the fact that you just didn't ask. Like right. uh, that, because that that also shows like having trust. Like my mom, the rule was. If I wasn't home by 10.30, I'd stay wherever I was. You know how I earned that rule? Because I was a trustworthy kid. Now, don't get me wrong. I was totally partying and drinking and being bad. But as long as I could find a safe place to rest my head after 10.30 at night, I could do what I wanted. Yeah, but but I think what you're saying was right about her pushing them a little bit, too. You know I mean? She's definitely pushing them. But that's not how you gain trust. Also, Paige, like, has the ultimate trump card on them. Yeah. Can you imagine them trying to, like, punish her? Paige, you're grounded. Please, please, please don't call the police on us. Well, what I thought was an interesting (laughs) moment, it's like how they're dealing with her even physically. So there were two moments. One was in the garage where, you know, they were literally blocking her path. And she was like, can you get out of my way? That set up, I wrote, like, threatening. It's kind of like a little threatening. And then the second time, Elizabeth actually put her hands on her mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is not like a mother-daughter relationship. No. You you know what I mean? This this is more like... Well, that was more of a spy being afraid for... Absolutely. Which is, you know, it's like Paige doesn't necessarily realize the dangerous game she's playing. She reverted to spy Elizabeth there in that Mm -hmm. that moment. For a second, it was, like, scary, you know? Yeah. Well, and then this is the same thing we I think I asked this last week I was like what would you guys do and it's it's that weird difficult situation where you just have to say to yourself like what's the most important thing here to me and to you you know Elizabeth and Philip and also what's the consequence if we are lenient here if it feels like the cat's getting out of the bag what do we do mm-hmm. if, if it really feels like she's gonna rat on us then do we leave do we kill her like what happens like if, if, if that's a real thing and they have to decide What do you think they would do? There's just another layer when your parents, like, yeah, there's one thing to test your parents. Everyone at some point tests their parents. I'm sure my mom and I have definitely gotten to the point where it's like, we might fight. But. Physically? Yes. (laughs) But. You're trained in that sweet kind of. uh, (laughs) Krav Maga. My mom's older. It's no, it's no contest, but she is feisty. Um, but. It's another layer when your parents uh, are are spies, like, and there is a, a danger to them. Yeah, uh, it, there's a danger for you as well. Like, even if she rats them out and they don't do anything to her, we kind of brought it up last week. The center might do something to her, and they don't. I think they need, kind of need to just enforce that in page. It's not us that you need to worry about. Right. I, I don't think. I, I don't know. I, I think that they're just trying to let her like sort of vent not like vent but like let whatever that first stage of it's like the five stages of grief kind yeah. of thing you know yeah, yeah, yeah. she's in whatever stage she's in and it has to like I think they're no, like trying to let it. her process they're that. like take the top off the pot but I don't think they want to scare her into you know you, her trust. Saying, you say right. by the way yeah. somebody else will kill you if you say anything that might set her I'm not into, saying they need to say that I'm just saying that she doesn't seem to understand how much the, is at like, stake yes right. the scale of things and they kind of need to just like yeah. Remind her. She's a self-involved teenager. She thinks the well, most important thing is making it Which is why 15 is too young to tell your children <laughs> yeah, they, you're a spy. They mm-hmm. tried. I mean, that's why they said, if, if you don't respect this, we will go to jail yeah. for good. Yeah. That's I, not enough. No, agreed, agreed. Yeah. I, that was right when they told her. I, I definitely think the next step. You won't get that pony we were going to buy you. But really, no, I really do think, like, the smartest thing they've done since she found out is Philip sitting down in this episode and showing her the old family photos, just reinforcing, like, yeah, there's been a lot of things we lied to you about, and we're sorry about that, but we really are a family, and we have all these experiences together, and I love you, and, you know, that's kind of the best you can do. And and (laughs) inviting her to go to Russia. Yeah. That, too. I'm surprised that they can even go to Russia. Can they do that? I know this is a fringe (laughs) thing to comment on, but so she sits down and puts the music on and then it, she's talking off camera and you just see Paige's face in the scene where she tells her about Russia mm-hmm. I thought it was like artistically like kind of an interesting choice because like they don't cut to Elizabeth while she's talking until after she's finished and Paige has reacted mm-hmm. and she put the music on was it the music because she was worried they were being bugged I was wondering about just, that that actually made so... me think that visually the way they shot it mm-hmm. that was sort of what yeah. made you believe for maybe, a maybe just so Henry would do it. yeah I think it was more okay. so for Henry yeah, yeah yeah that maybe makes more sense I just yeah, I, I know I had that same mom I was like are, that, is their, are they afraid their house is bugged like yeah. that was a weird, weird... In a, I mean in a way they kind of have to act like their house is bugged all the time because yeah. there's somebody listening who they don't want to be listening yeah mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely she's more annoying than she has been in the past. And uh, <laughs> I was definitely more annoyed this episode than I'm used to being because, you know. Not your favorite character anymore, but Normally my favorite character. but <laughs> I, I think it's interesting, Still. too, though, the way Philip and Elizabeth handle her differently, you mm. know, and, and they got in a fight over it, you know, real yeah. snippy. She got really snippy when he was like. 
be careful, you snap a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she snapped mm-hmm. at him when he was like, you snap a little. Yeah. And it's Calm true. yourself. He's, he's a little bit more savvy when it comes to Paige. I, I think, I think so. Yeah. I yeah. think he is. But, and I, I'm, I feel like Henry, I feel like it's going to be Henry that drops the bomb or something. Because I think they, so too. They're ignoring him. Like they're ignoring him. The, sh- the show is ignoring the character and then the parents are ignoring him. Like they just left him at home watching the TV show. Like, okay, we're going to go get Paige. <laughs> and, as a, like as a child, I have a, a half brother, and uh, I always thought my dad like just favored him more. Mm-hmm. Mm, he's a bore, but it's always just like this kind of like secretly annoying thing, and it always just bothers me just like under the mm-hmm. surface. And I wouldn't be surprised. And by if the way, Henry... they dropped little hints. You know, yeah. it's like, hey, I guess I'm going to play f- football video games with the neighbor if nobody's right. going to pay yeah. attention to me here. Well, and I definitely made the prediction of a couple weeks ago that I think. I do think that his relationship, that they introduced that relationship between Henry and Stan. Yeah. And I don't think that he's going to directly tell. I just think that something around the house is going to be a little weird. Like, maybe it's that they go to Russia. Right. Where's your parents go? Enter, lie location that they tell him. That doesn't sound very plausible. And then he's going to figure that out or something. I, I bet think. that Kenya trip is going to be their cover. I wouldn't right? be surprised. That Kenya trip has been talking about. If Henry already knows. I wouldn't be surprised if he, <laughs> if Paige already like told him. Right. He's just like, just I've known this it. whole time, guys. I just want to watch the finale of Bash. You do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the Bash finale. I just want to watch King of Comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah weird, weird things everybody's watching. You know, the yeah. Russians are watching Kings of Comedy and an eight year old is watching the Mash finale. What was uh, the song they put on? Uh, I know we had it going Vienna. It was uh, Vienna by Ultravox. Mm. Awesome. Classic. And uh, King of Comedy, yeah. Uh, not a great movie to see on a first date, I don't think. No. That's a mm-hmm. weird movie. It's a real weird movie. <laughs> well, if you're just looking to, like, hit it and quit it, maybe that's, right. you know, you can just kind of, like, start the movie and then go and leave. That's yeah. like an obscure De Niro piece of trivia, if you like, uh, right? King of Comedy? Oh, well, I mean, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it was one of Scorsese's best movies, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Not that obscure. Is what you're Not saying. that obscure. Yeah. <laughs> I just mean like if people are like De Niro was great in X, Y, and Z. Like yeah. people are really like right. the King of Comedy is the thing. Yeah, the people it's, who it's are like De Niro is great. It's sort of his dog day afternoon. Yeah, I can see. Oh, I could totally see that. That's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. Um, you should. It's on my list. Is yeah. it on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, they have a bad so movie collection. So hard to find stuff nowadays. Yeah, yeah. A terrible. Movie. So from that, we should probably move on to just the, the small blip of uh, of the Russians. We did kind of comment on them a little right. bit. Um, I guess my question was was um, what's her name? The female, oh, the uh, resident Yeah, the new Nina. The new Nina. I just hope you call her the new Nina. So <laughs> was well, I guess my question for you guys is: Was she saying that he's in danger? It kind of felt that way. Or mm. just that he's going to be fired. It sounded like she was threatening, like his life was, like she knew something about him. Isn't, yeah. it, isn't it the same thing in Soviet Russia? <laughs> you get fired from your job. Well, the last, the last um, head of whatever became the head of the prison. So it, mm. it probably is either you die or you get a really crappy job. Right, right, <laughs> but, right, right. But just for, it's, it's weird. So what is his agenda for shutting it down other than making it seem like he's, he just, he's an idiot? He thinks it's a waste of time and yeah. because it, they're not getting anything out of it. But right. that's not very savvy. That's what him, I'm saying. It, it, you know? it makes me think, like, he's not dumb. Like, what do you like, think they're going to be talking right, about? Right, it's going to be a monotonous yeah. Right. Yeah, you I, just I'm, you have to just wait until you get those few nuggets of gold right, amidst all right. the other you know boring conversations. Especially because uh, the residentura is aware that the FBI is aware of them. So you, of you course, know, there's going to be mundane. Oh no, no, yeah. the FBI is aware of the residentura, right. so that they wouldn't speak in in the same dialogue right. that they had spoken yeah. in before. Yeah. Our, I agree it's kind of a weird false note. Arcadia is yeah. usually pretty savvy, and it seems like the kind of thing you'd give a little bit more of a chance. You're hoping for a needle in the haystack mm-hmm. with this plan of attack. Anyway, right. so I don't understand. Who knows how long it's been that they've been sifting through these files? I think it's just something with, for yeah. the new Nina to do and for Oleg to do is to have them work on the, the, the operations effort. Yeah. yeah. Is it just me? I mean, I'm just going to go on record and say this. It, scenes that don't involve Elizabeth or Philip or Beeman, so like FBI stuff, Martha, like those storylines interesting to me I'm entertained all the time as soon as you give anything that has to do with the Russian characters I immediately am like I'm trying to be interested I'm trying to be interested I think you're trying to figure out where it ties in you know that's I the just hard don't part. care when it goes to the, when it goes to the rest of, like I'm just I'm sitting there watching I should be paying attention to this because there's something that has to do with the plot that's really important that's going on here otherwise they wouldn't be showing it to me so right. I need to make sure I'm watching I need to not tune out but I just keep finding myself tuning out. I just well, like we said, we don't even know her name, which is they haven't given us enough character-wise to really like, yeah. 
enjoy their interactions. It's a low yeah. investment, or, I think, in those characters. Yeah. Well, the stuff with Nina, honestly, for a lot, like a lot of stuff with Nina, her storylines, I just kind of zone out. I'm just like, what? I know you guys need to tie this in to make the show interesting, but really, ultimately, I'm not sold on. You the know what's interesting, and I think Game of Thrones is is instructive in this. You know, they've sidelined Bran for this entire season, mm-hmm. and they basically right. sidelined Theon for an entire season. You know, Good. sometimes when you Deuces. have when you have these vast yeah. shows that are mm-hmm. you know hour long shows, and there's just nine, probably nine or ten legitimate like storylines. Yeah. It's hard to weave them all in, you know, and, yeah. and it's it's it is hard to get you to invest in these in, in Oleg and, and the new Nina. It's it like is. I'm not saying that I won't at some point mm-hmm. care. You might give me a turn that immediately there's a payoff, and then right. the next season I'm like, okay, I'm into this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've just found these last few episodes when we talk about boring stretches, those are the stretches I get very bored. The resident tourist stuff is a, is a particularly bad offender. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. That, but uh, one counterexample to what you just said, I thought the uh, Gabriel Claudia scene this episode was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's for sure true. There's for sure great side characters in this orbit. I just think most of the Soviet storylines don't fall into that category. Well, that was my my <laughs> big concern with the, the season finale. The reason I wanted something to happen this episode is that it is a lot to tie up. Like we've we've even kind of talked about how like there are a lot of storylines going on this mm-hmm. this season. I mean, where is Kimmy? You know, right. Nina, right. the scientist, and that's a big problem with a lot of shows. Yeah, and they have that problem. I guess there's there should be like a term for it when you're wrapping everything up too yeah. quickly and you don't Zenata. feel like you got a real episode. You feel like you just yeah. got oh, yeah. a where bunch is, of vignettes. Where is the data? There's a lot we of stuff. We found out she was a traitor, and then she's gone. Yeah. So it's a lot, and maybe they'll they'll leave some of them open for. Um, the next season, but right. it's not something I really want to deal with where they, they catch me up a little bit before season four with all these characters in mm-hmm. season finale. I would have liked to have seen two or three of them wrapped up. I think it's a big problem with modern television now. Actually, We're doing so much and it's great and it keeps you so like, oh, what's happening here? What's happening here? But I don't think... Any, I don't know. A lot of shows are really having a hard time with that. Yeah, look, the, look, the uh, the charitable interpretation is that they're playing a long, long, long game. Like yes. they're planting stuff here that's going to pay off seasons down the line. But but the the flip side of that is there are you know we only have so many precious moments left in this yeah. season. And when whenever they go back to the residentura, it's like I just want to see more of what's actually going on. That's interesting. But if you right read now. the fans' comments, a lot of people really do seem to enjoy that on a show like this where it's about spot. A lot of people like being able to. Yeah, I guess you called them super fans. The one two ago, I remember in season one, right? That ties in right. the tie-ins, yeah. the tie-ins, and I get yeah. that. But it it you know it's becoming. I think they're relying a little bit too much on the idea that people are going to stick through all the seasons. And, you know, we do live in a different time now where if I want to catch up and watch... I didn't watch Mad Men the first four years, mm-hmm. and then I watched it season four, and I didn't really care for much that much for it. But then I went back and... Oops. I went back and watched all the seasons on Netflix, which you can do, and we live yeah. in a different time for that. It's just... I think we're starting to just have too much faith in people sticking with shows and leaving stories open-ended for too long. It's like, it's great that you're telling one long story, but mm-hmm. each episode should have, like, one, like, cool big water cooler moment, or, hey, yeah. this was a great thing to talk about. Can I just say we still don't know what happened to that guy in the woods in The Sopranos? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah, guy yeah. that, like, pine accident, the pine I mean, we still don't it's know where that the, guy that's is. one of the greatest quotes of the whole show. Yeah, yeah, we'll get that's it. what happened <laughs> with, with Lost. Like, Lost became this whole journey of a thing that people got to, and then when it ended... Like, even I was like, what the fuck? Like, just but, wanted to throw a table. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. don't to talk too much. Up. No, I'm a, I'm a huge Lost defender. And I'll say, this is something that Lost does that the Americans doesn't necessarily do. Every episode of Lost, there is some something to hang your head on. There's something interesting yes, happening. that was Even true. if it's not paying off I'm the broader mythology. I'm just talking about the series finale. Okay. Sure. I mean, it, <laughs> it, 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 did, it did the thing you're never supposed to do in an improv scene, which is you're never supposed to explain it with crazy drunk or dreaming. And it was alternate reality <laughs> dreaming. I'm not a big fan of, of the dream ending of that, yeah, that whole yeah. I'm not a fan of that. I'm gonna, you know what? I'll defend the Lost series finale guys to you after this show. I do want to just when we talk about uh, mm-hmm. other storylines and you talk about how crammed things are going to be in the final, uh, the final episode. Um, we are going to see Maurice die, I think, 
But that's going to be precious minutes that you're going to have to devote to him dying. You're going to have to show I, us that. You guys are I think right. she could have done it so quickly. Right One bullet to the head in this episode after he gives that, after he assassins yeah. off about but that. But she would have lost um, Lisa as an asset. I yeah, mean, right. everything that is... work isn't done yet. Right. You know? everything, yeah. everything they're doing is smart. Everything makes sense. It all feels real to this world and to the characters. But yeah, you could make it a tiny bit more exciting. I'll yeah. be fascinated to see... Like so, I haven't been reading uh, like the Seppenwall reviews of this, and he's mm-hmm. obviously like the kind of the premier voice that you read if you want. I mean, usually he's like the main critic that reviews a lot yeah. of these shows. But I know that this show has been heralded by a lot of big writers recently and big networks uh, as the best show on television. That's that's the, the title it's getting. It's sort of taking the place of The Wire a few years ago, where season three and four people really uh, caught on. Crap was so boring. Go ahead. Uh, the wire oh, my show God. First season's Adrian. kind of boring. Oh, my God. Watch season four. Watch season four. Watch season four. I didn't but get that far. Why? Because I got bored. The yeah. show ended up having this sort of mythical status as, like, the best show on TV yeah. that no one watched. And I think the show is kind of taking the place right now of that. Mm. And... Uh, uh, it'll be really interesting to see if they can successfully wrap up the season next episode because I just don't think it's possible. There's going to be too many things I'm going to want to pay off for personally. But what, but okay, but if they like they don't pay off the Zeneda thing, do you really care? I think as long as they pay off the storylines, we really care about that. If they don't pay off the Zeneda they... thing, I'm just going to be like, then you need to give me something, otherwise I'm going to feel like That's, you're just dropping yeah, a storyline. I don't story think it's line. about paying paying it off. I think yeah. the issue is, is that there's just going to be all these stories that they have to touch on in the season finale. They don't have to be paid off, but it's going to be annoying to have to to touch on all these stories because they weren't touched on previously. And that's my problem with a lot of great shows in modern TV, the finales, is you you have an hour and you have seven things you need to close a loop on and you can't do them all in one scene you know mm-hmm. so then it's like just bump 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 you're here for a minute and then you got to come back to it and tie it up and it, it just feels like a montage of people getting killed like at the end of the godfather or something did you any know? of you guys watch the finale of this most season of, of, of walking dead do you guys need to watch no. the show no i, okay, I, well, I, I didn't come back after the mid-season finale but look you know what i'll reserve judgment on this series finale until i yeah. actually see this yeah. series finale. Fair, fair. 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 i'm, exci- <laughs> I mean, I'm yes. excited about it because there oh, are yeah. so many no, no, yeah. huge yeah. questions yeah. You know, like, no doubt. And again, I am back, and we were just like, oh my god, they had to wrap up everything. And again, with ex- to get back to this episode, yes. like, with the exception of, like, yeah, things like the Oleg, uh, New Nina stuff, I really enjoyed pretty much all of this episode. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty, you know, pulse-pounding stuff. And and we'll get, I mean, we should get into some of the other actually more exciting storylines. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> I think we has, we said everything. I didn't really have much yeah, other than yeah, Maurice sure. is going to die. And, yeah, okay. So the Mujahadi. Um, Talk about not boring. I mean, he slit two guys' throats. Actually, I mean, now we finally see the payoff of the hotel thing, and it's kind of a brilliant plan. Yeah. I love that. Did you guys love that? You know, I I always wondered how were they going to, you know, no, just the technicalities of her pretending to be a security. They thought they were oh, right. and she's got out. the sweet phone, like the phone device. That blue phone. Oh, God, I cracked up when I saw that. I mean, you, can't, you can't help but make 80s phones look... They always look ridiculous. I thought they were going to kill him, and... I was, yes, I was surprised that um, <laughs> that he was so easily convinced to turn on the two men. I mean, I guess there is a paranoia there inherently, oh, totally. uh, but it, it was it was fascinating for them to watch them just kind of like get this guy to turn. But and- they set it up so nicely, you know. Mm-hmm. Even back when Philip was talking to Yusuf, saying, you know, which of these guys do you think might be more amenable to mm-hmm. us talking to them? Mm-hmm. And you know, Elizabeth carefully seducing the hotel manager to get an imprint of the key, mm-hmm. and and it all built really nicely. It's just, a, I mean. I, even though that stuff seems slow at first, it is kind of just an excellent example yeah. of sl- showing the details uh, and, uh, and the procedures of this kind of spycraft. I yeah. love that. Yeah, I, I, I also that. thought, you know, I really enjoy... One thing that this show does really well is deeply personal beliefs in intimate settings. You get to hear people's deep... Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we got to hear Abbasine's deeply held convictions in such a personal setting mm-hmm. that are so diametrically opposed to theirs. I mean... And the somebody, reaction. Yeah, I mean, somebody standing in your face saying, I would slit the throats of every person that exists in your universe because everything you are is a traitor <laughs> yeah. and a coward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his whole thing of like... And I did feel sympathy for him when he said, you know, because it's almost like, wow, we're in 2015 and Afghanistan is still, you know, ground zero for all these, you know, worlds colliding. And he's like, we're always at war and we have nothing. And Mm. that was a really, like, poignant statement. It's a good line. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It definitely made me think. Uh, Jefferson Mays, who plays Walter Taffet, uh, the play I saw him in in New York, 
referenced uh, just American relations with Afghanistan back in the 1980s. And it was about how he played a CIA operative. Um, it was about how we supported them so much and, and slightly deceived them so much in the 80s. And at the very end of the play, you see the turn. You see the guy who, who had been their ally, who they had always helped to get information about the Soviets during that time, turn on the American and say, my, my son died because of what you did, because you left us and you abandoned us. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I have, I have joined with the extremist, and now yeah. I want to slit your throat. And so it was, it was such a fascinating thing to see that play and like to see the turn and to also have uh, Abbasine, Abbasine? Yeah. Abbasine Zidran talk about how viciously he wants to to kill the Soviets and how extreme and convicted he is about these fe- those feelings and just to be present in this time to to know oh, yeah I mean, it I makes you, it makes you it makes you think you know because we always see the enemy as an abstract figure mm-hmm. you know and it's like I think this show does a great job of making the world complex because it is sure. it really it really is and and usually it's just the US versus the Soviets and I like when we get a glimpse of the people stuck in the middle or yeah. other perspectives. It's one of the great themes of this show. You know, you can justify anything when it's defending, you know, your side and your family. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times have you heard somebody say, like, the torture of a thousand Iraqis is right. worth it if it saves one American life? You know? Yeah, and, and we, it's... Go ahead. Yeah, no, go. It, it, it's interesting to hear him comment about how there is no war. Now, whereas you would think what between in the eyes of Elizabeth and Philip and everyone at the FBI, they're in war. They're always in war. war. Totally. But they're not in the type of war that he's talking about. It's not like, you know, they watch as their children die. It's not like Elizabeth or Philip are having to deal with the the thought of Paige just being murdered in the streets because of something that she has absolutely nothing to do with. Uh, You know, and I think that that's a good play to see that there, there is... The war that we think of as Americans yeah. that we don't actually ever get to see or like touch upon. And then there's a war where every single day you just don't know if your child's going to come back alive. So. Yeah, well, it's you know it's why things like nine eleven were so violating because it yeah. had literally been like seventy years before why seventy years since right, the last attack on American been soil. War here, right? Well, was, yeah, but like what makes us so there special? There was a war besides a. There's, yes. there's been many, ago. yeah. There's, I mean, there's, right. you know, there's been a lot of bloodshed on on U.S. soil. Actually, I wanted to quickly point out when you talk about the defending either side uh, paradox, like the one of the things that was so interesting about him stating his case in the car is he says first, um, I killed many of them boys, no young, no older than my nephew. Mm-hmm. I slit their throats with my knife as I heard them laughing on the shore. Mm-hmm after they bombed my village and killed our women and babies. Yeah. And it was like the buzzwords in, you know what I mean? You're just watching as a fan. It's like he throws a buzzword on either side. So the one he goes, I killed boys. You're like, oh, you killed just, you right. slipped you're their throats. Monster. You're a monster. And then he's like, but they killed. And then you're like, that's just But they war. raped your, your yeah, women and exactly. your village. It just yeah. was really interesting to me where I'm just like, I have no investment in, in that issue at that time, really, because it's so, like, it's. But, but extremism does scare me because, you know, once you're at that level, for whatever reason, whatever it is, you know, somebody's killed everybody in your family. Whatever makes you get to a position right, where, of course. where you think any action is acceptable, right. mm-hmm. you know, it's a scary worldview to have. Well, it's a very primal worldview. Yeah. And I, I, it's like that movie, oh, with Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig, but it's like the, the invasion because it's a remix of uh, Body Snatchers. Oh, yeah, so. Body Snatchers, oh, sure. And everyone hated that movie, but there was a really good point they bring up in the movie about, like, when will you get to the point where you will kill, period? Like, the, right. a lot of people are like, oh, I'm a pacifist. I've never hurt anyone. No. Everybody you don't has, have a reason right, everybody to hurt has anyone. A, right. but, but if somebody is about to attack your child, if somebody is about to uh, attack your village or attack your way of life, and they are going to kill you, that might change. That's we are one of the greatest things about Walking Dead, honestly. Yeah. Some of the best yeah. moments are when they do stuff that's just like, you're like, you just tore his throat out with your teeth because right. he's about to slit the throat of all your... You're like, yeah. yeah. Guys, we are all just beneficiaries of circumstance. If we were born yeah. halfway around the world, we might all be bloodthirsty killers, you know? Yeah, but I, I know, I think it also helps that you know it helps them to be in those moments philip and elizabeth to to clarify for them i think it's important for the season arc you know for them to have these check-in points with people who hate them or Mm -hmm. you know can't stand what they're doing or have some sort of stronger 
faith than they have in what because they're you know their sort of faith in communism seems to be teetering sometimes. Mm. So I think it's an interesting juxtaposition to see somebody who is, you know, one hundred percent thinks that you know it's honorable to do what they're doing and that what they're doing is cowards because it makes them sort of gut check and go no. We're not cowards. We have a cause, too. Yeah, it reinforces... It's just stubbornness, matching stubbornness. It reinforces, you know, their beliefs. But the thing is is that nobody is right. Anytime you make an excuse to call another human because of your beliefs... I'm sorry, this is my personal opinion, is wrong. So uh, nobody is right in any situation. Like, nobody is doing the right thing. Uh, And everything that the other person is saying only reinforces their beliefs. And that's an interesting comment. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really... I just thought that was the highlight of an episode that, you know, didn't have a a lot of banging action. But did anyone else have anything? Um, Yeah. No, I was just... Yeah. No, I was just going to say that scene scene later where he, uh, like, slits his throat and gets, like, horrifically bloody. Very just Yeah. yeah, A a shocking image. He just stands there. Very scary. Yeah. Terrifying. Stone face. But we did actually see him die. Were they... No, I don't think they killed him. No. Okay. So what were they going to do with him? Probably... does he still speak at the... uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah, you I'm right? sure something will happen. But before Let's we, take a shower first. <laughs> before we move on, I forgot to mention this earlier. Uh, as always, we enjoy hearing from you all. We enjoy um, your commentary, your feedback. We also really appreciate when you subscribe uh, to iTunes, SoundCloud. YouTube. Yeah, can we get some YouTube. positive reviews on iTunes? I like that. We have a lot yeah. of good ones. A lot of nice... Yeah. nice I yeah. appreciate those. Uh, we appreciate hearing your feedback. I know sometimes we... We're not as historical as you all would like, but we really do try our best, and we really we do enjoy hearing from you all and just hearing what's going on and and being educated by you guys. Sometimes we just don't know stuff, and so if you do, please tell us. Interacting, yeah. is lay some knowledge on it. Definitely yeah. a lot of fun for us. It's like uh, you know we all talk to each other, but it's also super fun to talk to people who uh, we don't sit. We're really passionate with. as well. Yeah. yeah. So on that note, um, just want to touch briefly on Claudia and Gabriel. Because uh, wow. that was kind of like worlds collide. Franklin awesomeness. Gillen and Margot Martindale. Man, yeah. I could watch a whole episode of just them talking to each other. <laughs> and them just <laughs> getting upset about all the different types of burgers you can well, have. I, I right. like that because that was such <laughs> yeah. a commentary on like America has too much choice. Yeah. You know, that was what that was. That was like this Greek diner. This whole system is screwed. I mean, yeah. they have 14 burgers at a Greek diner. It's ridiculous. Sure, these are, yeah, these, yeah. Well, yeah these are, I mean, these are hardcore Soviets. I like from way a good back. mushroom Swiss burger. Or even with the, the tea. I'm just saying. Thank you, Ritter. Just, <laughs> I mean, if you guys have any burger preferences, uh, I'm curious to know I like what they a blue are. cheeseburger okay. on Ooh. a, um, was that the, the, the soft like a, like a, a pretzel roll bun? Oh, nice. Oh. Uh, with a fried egg on top and bacon. Because I'm American. Yeah. That gets real messy, though, <laughs> so, when you when yeah, egg opens. When oh, egg opens. so good. So, and you, yeah. like, sop mm. it up. Heart attack on a plate. Yes. Mm. Yes. That's American. Yes. Texans. That sounds good. But no, even like with the tea, just the annoyance she had when the we just started to list the tea. She's like, we have chamomile, Earl Grey. And she's like, tea. In I Russia, we tea. have tea. Yeah. And coffee. <laughs> it's just very simple. Like, this is what I want. That's it. Tea is tea. Um, Sometimes so. I feel that way when I'm at a fancy coffee place. Like, just right. give me the coffee. Well, you know, sure. Just give me the tea. <laughs> just pour, yeah, nothing in just, it. Just don't tell me any names. Don't make me say an Italian name. Don't make me say anything. They say, like, there's a study where if you um, offer someone more than, I think, four to five options, like, if you're trying to sell them something, like, oh, would you like to taste this, taste this, taste that, they're just not going to buy anything because you've given them too many options. Option paralysis. So they, they get to the point where they're just like, When I'm at a restaurant, I feel that way when you have, you know, like that huge menu and it's yeah. got like 100. I, I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. Just give me French toast. Give me in and out, in and out any day. Three yeah, options. That's go. it. Right? Oh, come on. There's off menu, too. I'm, I'm right. Okay. I've been in <laughs> double, double animal style. I've been in food service. I've been in retail. And I've been in, like, straight sales. And I can tell you... You'll get further by telling someone what to get straight up than you will from giving them like eight yeah. choices. You I know? hate. I actually hate when I go to a restaurant. and I'm like, tell me what's good. And they're like, here's yeah, everything's this, good, this, and all yeah. nine items are. are yeah. No, right? You give them three options, like a cheap option, an expensive option, and one in, and one in the middle, and they always go for the one in the middle. Oh, yeah. Or more than that, <laughs> if someone just says what's good, and you say what do you like or what are you yeah. looking for. And they say this, and you say, then this is exactly what you should get. And yeah. nine times out yeah. of ten, boom. So that it. sounds good because it's confidence, you know? Yeah. Uh, so with Claudia and Gabriel, we did kind of... I didn't think Gabriel had any hesitancy about the page situation. So it was nice to that was actually That get, was humanizing yeah. him yeah. in a way we really haven't, that he you know, just felt like... We always felt like he was... 
just pure manipulation. Yeah. And it's nice. The and, main, yeah, really the main thing I got out of that scene is that uh, I, both of these guys really care about their agents and yeah. care about protecting them. Yeah. You know, uh, like Gabriel expressed some sympathy. Like it was, you know, Philip and Elizabeth were finally on the same page. For, yeah. part, of the season, for part of the season, I thought maybe he was trying to drive them apart. But this seems to say, no, he really wanted them to be happy together. Yeah. Also, I thought it was cool that they referenced what happened in Russia after the uh, their their cooperative's kid went nuts and killed everyone. Yeah. It's like a cool, it's cool, but here's a backstory mm-hmm. and some reaction. They almost yeah. shut down Operative S, I think Which they called I was it. Like, Director of S. Yeah. How do you shut, like, what were they going to, how, how do you shut down Director of S? Like, what does that mean for Elizabeth and Philip that they It died? means, um, well, you got, you come back to Russia now. Nah, your assets, <laughs> yeah, you, you probably clip all your assets. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they, in, their, in real life, the the like situation that this show is actually based on, uh, they were in America much longer than the operation was active, and at a certain point, there was an actual deal made between the U.S. and Russia to trade them as assets back to Russia. They got them back. Oh, mm. do you think there are former Russian sleeper agents still in America? Yes, wasn't, I do. Wasn't that just the case? <laughs> not even ten years ago, they found a bunch of Russian spies. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, what did you ever see what was that 80s movie where they were like in a town and, and they all were pretending to be Americans in like Wisconsin? It's great. Mm-hmm. Red Dawn? No, no, Red no, Dawn's no, great. No, 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 um, no. Wait, 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 wait. I want to know. What? So there were a bunch of, they were all pretending to be Russian spies? Yeah, it was like a whole town. Thrillers. Yeah, I gotta look it up. But somebody, somebody look I'm it up. Is that one where Tim Allen was pretending to be Amish? No, 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 that's, that's a different one. Alley, that's <laughs> I think that's a, a different one. But or like I'll look it up while we're talking. The. One where the zombie everyone turns into right. a zombie after a meteor attack. No, just no. me. I love that movie. But but no, but there was a but you know the, yeah they were all mourning for the deaths of these two agents back in yeah. Russia. Yeah, like it, and it makes sense. The Russians have invested incredibly heavily in these agents. I think yeah. anytime they lose even one, it's like a huge issue. And for it's them. a really tragic way for agents and to it's die. Really tragic. Like yeah. yeah. this kid slaughtered his entire family, yeah. killed his sister. Yeah, it's crazy. Har- <sighs> Um, I mm-hmm. well, sorry. I'm just excited. I want to talk about Martha. We should get to it. Oh, okay. Let's talk well, about yeah. It. If no one has anything else to say, yeah. Claudia and Gabriel. Ritter, anything ahead. else? No, that's it. I was trying to look up this silly movie. Uh, so <laughs> somebody just texted to us. Email <laughs> yeah, twi- Twitter, Twitter. Right. Um. So Martha, Stan. Well, Stan. first off, Stan getting savvy, really savvy. Yeah. I'm so impressed. Oh, with Adderall. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was shooting him down. Yes. Even him, and also bringing up the fact that he thinks that the woman who he shot is the same woman that attacked them. I was like, oh, savvy. I know. Not savvy. Letting Martha know that you suspect her. Not savvy at all. Also. But I'm just looking out for you. How are you doing? Like, come on now. Come on, let's get some coffee. Did you guys notice the moment that she slipped? I thought. When she called him Agent Beeman. No, no. That wasn't a slip. I thought that was a slip. It was a slip in that. I think she a, realized that she wasn't dealing with a friend. She was dealing with. I know, agent. but I think it it was a slip in this in the way of playing it. I don't think it was it. a slip. I think it was a. I see what you're doing. Yeah, I think it was totally yeah. intentional because she called yeah. him Stan at first, right. and then she but calls I think him that agent was a, a mistake. I'm saying that's that's yeah. a giveaway. He's got to me. nothing on her, right? So I mean, yeah, that's legitimately true. Everybody in this office is paranoid about everybody else. That's clearly that tension's clearly spilling over in this episode. I think Martha, you know, knows that, and you know, I think I think Stan probably figures that is like, mm-hmm. oh, she figured out I'm trying to. Yeah. I feel like it makes you more suspicious to call him Agent Beeman. Why was it? He said that's a great book. I've read the book Shogun. Shogun. Why so was that? Was that Clark? That was what I was there? thinking. It's not probably not her book. That's what you have to assume. I don't know. I she would have to. Could that. you look up what Shogun? <laughs> I feel like uh, that's a different type of like reference. A, it's like about an American in Japan. I want to yeah, say. Yeah, my yeah. dad's read it. Okay. Uh, it didn't seem like it's he Tom was Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. <laughs> the last summer. Last dude on earth. I don't think. That Clark would leave a book. Shogun was a TV series too, actually. I believe. I don't think it's based on the book. Maybe no. a miniseries. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't think it. I don't think it would be something where um, Clark would leave anything behind no. that is his, or that she would. Maybe, maybe she did because she not, did hide the picture. It would be that yeah. suspicious. It was like just a you know like a big mainstream hit. It makes sense that she might have a copy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, I definitely thought that was interesting uh, that that he says that and like the the tone changes really. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought it was interesting that they start, they were teasing us like she's gonna kill herself. Like they were definitely yeah. giving us those clues the whole episode. Mm. So for, for then, for the episode to end the way that it ended, that's like my big question I mark. I never really thought she was gonna kill herself. I thought she had a gun and that she might eventually shoot Clark. 
This episode, that was my main she, this episode, I thought feeling. she was going to kill herself. That whole calling mom and dad is like that's yeah, the thing you do before that you kill yourself. Did kind of feel like, yeah. but I don't feel like before we actually spoke to Allison, I ever thought that there was an you know a possibility. That I didn't feel like the herself. scene before she got to the couch had prepared us enough as an audience to be okay with that being the end of her life scene. Mm-hmm. I love her as an actress. Way. So I was glad. Even though I wrote, mm-hmm. oh, she's about to die, I felt like, now looking back on it, I'm glad because I felt like we needed one more scene yeah. with her. And now we, you know, are yeah. there. We're now there. Like, we're now at the point where it's like, okay. Well, mm-hmm. I do feel like the reason Philip revealed himself was to avoid the possibility of having to kill her. Because if she, could, if she does leave, if she does prove to be suspicious, I think the order will be to kill her. And what's interesting is that Operation Zephyr mm-hmm. is Martha. Yeah. Um, and so when they were talking about terminating that, I was like, well, what does that mean? Even though they well, have the male yeah. the Is robot, Martha or was Martha? Because I don't know was if Martha's... Martha. Yeah. It was Martha. But, I mean, she is kind of just like no longer really... Well, right. no, it is still part of Martha because she's the way they get things in and out. You know, even though they have the robot set up or whatever. I don't know. I think she's... If, ex- I feel like she's expendable now. She's kind of expendable, but if they need anything done by someone to go physically in and do something, she's the person that they have. So if they do end that operation, it's not just the... They need to get the robot back out, so they would have to talk to her about coordinating the time to get the robot and remove the... the right, mic. right. Uh, and then they would also probably... Uh, I just feel like she's of use as long as that operation's going on. And she's of use as long as Philip does have some type of feelings for her. Because I don't think he would have revealed himself. But maybe not as of use as she used to be. Yeah. And at least in the past, the uh, if you see Philip or Elizabeth's true face, that means you're about to die. That's the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's now, you know, if, if your utility is on a curve, she's trending down. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now is the time to kill her. I think that Philip definitely, and we've talked about this, he has real feelings for her. Yeah. So I think that's... But I also, I mean, first I wanted to say, I, I think she's such a great actress. I love mm-hmm. how she's able to yeah. balance, she balances her sort of comic relief role in such a great way. And it's it's seeing her unravel this last little stretch. I mean, she's really shown her chops. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely very impressed. But um, I also felt that when he starts to take the wig off, I was just sort of asking myself why. Because if you're going to kill her, that's one thing. But if you're just tra- sort of trying to prove to her that, if you're trying to show her one more thing to sort of get her to calm down. Or, yeah. I mean, I just... Her knowing that, unless he's like, I am a Russian spy, but her just knowing that he's been he's been wearing a wig and he's like a different guy, I don't think it changes the stakes because she still can't talk to anyone Right, about but it. I think it's what you were saying. It makes him not want to kill her. Like, not well, able to and kill also her is, in some way. Like, I want you to trust me. Yeah. Like, trust that yeah. I know what I'm doing. Here, I'll re- reveal myself to you because if... If she does go off the rails, if she does go home, if she does like start to act suspicious, he will have no choice. Yep. Even yes, if right. he doesn't do it, right. he might send Hans in and yeah. Hans do it, you know? So Hans would obviously have no problem doing it. Him trying to gain her trust by saying, This is what I really look like, this is who I am, I think that's a, a way for him to kind of stop that from happening. It's just a way for him to keep her in line. Yeah, I, I... <sighs> It's sad because when we talked to Allison and she she referenced the statistic about the secretaries that find out and, and then they kill themselves, you really, like, you have to just feel like that's what's coming in the next Allison episode. Allison must know the end is nigh. Yeah, it just feels like... But... Maybe, maybe not. Okay. I think she would spoil it like that. I'm just saying, if they were going to... I mean, she doesn't know, no, but you gotta know. The writing's on the wall. If they were going... But if, if Clark was... If Philip was going to kill her... Why wouldn't he kill her at the end of this episode? This isn't a show that typically does cliffhangers like I'm not that. saying... Well, that's Saving what we're talking about. Finale. We're talking right. about them doing cliffhangers. But right. I'm, not, I'm not saying that Philip is going to kill her. I'm saying he's trying to avoid killing her. But that doesn't mean that... I, oh, I had a weird sense of deja vu. That, that doesn't mean that he's not... That, you know, somebody won't be sent in to do the job. I think he's going to have to do it. Uh, mm. That's a prediction. Let's well, save let's, it. But, we should save it for predictions. Yeah, I've got but... A but um, I was going to say, you know, I don't know if we were going to touch on this earlier, but the mother-daughter Russia trip that I had predicted, I think that's interesting. Yeah. Is that a, in a prediction zone, or is there anything to talk about well, from the, the episode? The, the you stand, just want us to be like, you were right, kind of Ritter. Yeah, yeah, you were right. Yeah, yeah. You're so awesome, Matt. You're so great. <laughs> <laughs> 
Really smart. <laughs> no, but you also gave yourself a pat on the back. <laughs> I did, about I did. What are your predictions? You know, you know, guys, I chose to uh, wear this suit today. It's not my favorite suit. No, what do you, what nice do you guys suit. think? It's is a very nice suit. Oh, thank you. Thank it's you. What is your shirtless periscope tonight? I got to check it out. I'm going to watch. He's going to have three new fans for his shirtless. Oh, my gosh. I'm never getting on Is there a little button in the corner to, like, add dollars? Like Oh, you want to throw ones at me? Striptease. Should we just go into predictions, guys? Yes, let's go into predictions. Making it digitally rain? You're going to try? Oh, my God. I'm working with a bunch of slides. Gold coins. All right, so who would like to go first? I'll do it. Okay. I'm just, I'm trying to be fair. All right. Allison, we love your work, but I actually think Philip's going to have to kill her himself. And I guess he's going to shoot her with that gun. Otherwise, we wouldn't. Maybe it's just a tease, but he's gonna have to kill her himself. Mm. This this episode. All right, I'm going to suggest an alternative theory, which is that Philip, no, Elizabeth and Paige and Martha all spirit away to Russia. The whole group. Paige is going. Elizabeth's going, and Philip is like, I got to get Martha out of here. Ladies' night in yeah. Moscow. So Martha's like, okay. Martha's like, I got to go. I got to get away. Everybody knows here. Maybe she'd be willing to do something extreme like and that. And then uh, Elizabeth's going to be like, by the way, this is your aunt Martha, <laughs> right? <laughs> like she's going to believe that at this point. <laughs> um, I think <laughs> I hate to say this. I think Philip, at some point in the next episode, is going to have to do the deed. I think we're going to see him boning Kimmy at some point oh, in the next episode. Kimmy. I know it's a it's a random prediction. I just I feel like they're not going to just like let that storyline linger. I kind of feel like that's going to happen. I think mm. I think Kimmy's going to be like a check in. I think they're saving Kimmy for next season for some reason. So she gets like, a little older. Legally. Right. It's like it's like just like Philip. The, the show is waiting for her to become of age, and then it's <laughs> oh, going, she's going to become an asset. Yeah, an asset <laughs> to the show, big time. <laughs> okay. So one, Martha dies. Two, Paige and Elizabeth get trapped in Russia and cannot come back because yeah. Henry has revealed to Stan who they are and Philip goes on the run after Martha commits suicide in front of him. Am I the only one who thinks Martha's not going to die? I think Martha's going to. I think Martha's going to make prediction. it, guys. Mm-hmm. That was a good prediction. Martha you is are... an immortal. She can't die. I'm not. I do not accept it. I don't accept it. Well, usually when there's the gun and the, and the checkoff, it usually means that the person's going to kill themselves. Like maybe, usually. but maybe they know or think that, and so they're not going to do it. Or off stage. Um, they're pretty smart. The writers are pretty smart. Yeah. They are, and so they may not, but I think I still stick by my belief that I thought that both of them were going to have to go on the run, but with the whole thing of Elizabeth and Paige being in Russia, I think they're going to get trapped in Russia. Yeah. Henry's going to reveal them to Stan. And then Philip's gonna have to go on the run. It's not. It's not. Oh, who do we know who's playing? Um, the grandmother. No. Oh, we should get her on the podcast. <laughs> I just don't want to get Lois on the we podcast. We should get her on. Yeah. She was. The, she's the best part. I still stick to it. That was the best episode of the season. That was the best whole sequence of the season. Is mm. the I want. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Where can everyone find everyone? Uh, on Earth. Oh, you mean me? What's <laughs> your Periscope, Ritter? That's yeah, what I want to know. It's Matt Ritter one on Twitter, uh, Matt Ritter Comedy on YouTube, and that's my website. I'm at Radio TFB on Twitter, and I actually am at Radio TFB on Periscope. Not that I plan to Periscope often, but it exists. You should know. Um, I've consolidated all of mine to just Periscope. You can find me at Ben Bateman Media on Periscope. That's all I do. When? You can find me on Twitter About and About three Instagram. minutes. Oh, my God. I'll be in the bathroom, guys. I'll see you in a second. I'm Adrian Snow. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow, A-D-R-I-A-N-S-N-O-W. And no, I will never appear topless on Periscope. <laughs> or collar appear bones. on Periscope. Collarbones up, guys. Thank you guys so but much for tuning in. But she didn't bottomless or... <laughs> I will never appear on Periscope. Right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we will see you next Wednesday. Bye, everybody. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later? Just me, I guess. Oh, yeah. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.